I'm Barry Martin, and joining me in studio now is Napa County's Registrar of Voters, John Tudor. Good morning. Barry, nice to be in your new studio. Yeah, yeah. We're new format. The other whole, side of the hall. The, the whole format. works. Yep. And it's great for you to drop in a community service and a public service announcement for everybody about the election. Uh, ballots should be in the mailboxes this week. They should have arrived after Monday last week. So everyone should have their ballot and their voter information guide. If they don't, they need to either email elections at countyofnapa.org with no spaces in County of Napa or call 707-253-4322 and we'll figure out whether the post office sent the ballot somewhere else or they're not registered. Mm -hmm. Usually they've moved or something's happened to their registration. We can get them re-registered online in seconds and away they go and we'll have a ballot in the mail to them in a day or so. Yeah. And if you have noticed in the new system, you get notified when the ballot has been mailed. I got a text and an email. Right. You have to sign up for that. Yeah. It's called ballot tracks. But if you sign up, I've had my texts and my emails and I got my ballot and my voter information guide. Now there's a state information guide coming also on newsprint. I haven't gotten mine yet. So I'm a little concerned because they were supposed to have hit the post office on May 6th. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure where they are, mm -hmm. but that's all about the state races. Election day is actually June 7th, correct? 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And as far as ballot drop-offs and all that, you obviously can mail your ballot back in or you can drop it off. Tell us it's about that. postage paid coming back with the post office and our drop boxes are open. We have 10 of them around the county, all the way from American Canyon to Angwin. Uh, we pick up. We picked up our first run on Friday. We had 60 ballots in our drop boxes out there. We had 25 downstairs outside our office, so a total of 85. So the drop boxes are very secure. We make regular runs. It'll be every three days now, and then as we get close to the election, it's daily, and then it's hourly as we get close to election day. Mm -hmm. So high-profile races here in Napa County, we have the two supervisors races, we have the sheriff's office, we have the Measure L tax increase. Uh, but you're telling me before we got on the air that this is a unique uh, it's a election? One, it's in my career, and this is my 24th year as Registrar of Voters, this is the first time I've had two Senate races for the United States Senate on the ballot. One is for the short term because Kamala Harris became vice president and moved up from the Senate. Gavin Newsom appointed Alex Padilla, who was our secretary of state. So Alex is running twice. He's running once for the rest of Kamala's term, which is up in 2024. And he's also running for a full term of six years. So he's on the ballot twice. So there are two Senate races. I've never seen that before. And it's just the way it works in California. So that's big. The other big thing, of course, is that this is the redistricting. And this, so we have a lot of questions from our voters about which supervisor district am I in. So what I want you to do is I want you to go to www.countyofnapa.org and in the search box, type in your voter information. And a link will come up. You put in your last name and your birth date, and it'll tell you what supervisor district you're in. You can also go to the Board of Supervisors page on the county website 
And there's two links there. Interesting. So Brad Wagonknecht and Diane Dillon are still first and third district supervisors through January of 2023 when whoever wins these two elections wins. So they're still your supervisor. But on the ballot, it's the new supervisor districts. So the four people in District 1 and the six people in District 3 are running in the new districts. So that's confusing for people, and I understand that. But you can look at your voter information on our website. It'll tell you which district you're in. Mm -hmm. And, of course, as I said, you can email elections. You can call us uh, at 707-253-4322. Do you know uh, how many voters were affected by that change, how many moved from one district to another? Well, not that many. I think about 2,000 moved. So the 5th District shrank. And the 4th District expanded. They're not on the ballot this time. They don't come up until 2024. The 1st District expanded uh, into an area that had been the 5th District right here, in fact. This went from 5th District to 1st District. Mm. The 1st District crossed the river uh, and came over here, and it's up a bit into Coombsville. The other big change, which wasn't that big, is... The second district took Mount Veter and Wall Road, so Ryan Gregory's up there now. But that, again, isn't until the 2024 ballot. The third district extended further into the city of Napa. So there's some people up there south of Salvador now and in that area that are now in the third district. So they'll be voting for the, the one of the six candidates who's on the ballot. And as you know, if a candidate doesn't get... in June, the top two go to November. And with four candidates in the first and six candidates in the third, the odds of anyone winning in June in those two races is close to zero. Mm -hmm. I was pondering, uh, I know I've never seen six candidates for supervisor in in the uh, primary, and I don't really remember four. It seems like three is maybe the most that I recall. What about you? a little foggy yeah. up there. I don't. I, I don't. Mean, what, what, I know who wins, but yeah. I'm not often sure who the yeah. candidates are. Uh, and, and as you say, and I've pointed this out a few times, the odds of getting 50 percent plus one with four people in a race, it's really, really slim. Isn't That's it? right. It was very interesting when I was elected into the board of supervisors in '72. Ginny Sims was on the ballot, the first woman to be elected to the board. And there were three candidates. There was Ginny and two business people. And interestingly enough, the two business people split the other vote, and Ginny won with 52% in June. Wow. So that was that was interesting. But that, as you said, is very slight chance of happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this election is not quite over yet in terms of signups. People can still become a write-in candidate for any of the local offices. They can also be a write-in candidate for U.S. Senate and governor. That happens with the Secretary of State and us. But if somebody wants, because there are four of us who are on the ballot without any opposition, myself, Allison Haley, the district attorney, Bob Minahan, the treasurer tax collector, uh, Tracy Schultze, the auditor controller, and Barb Nemko, the county superintendent of schools, I had a write-in candidate back in 2018, and I got most of the votes. He did get 43 votes. So 
There's no fee for being a write-in candidate. You do have to get 20 to 40 nomination signatures, and those papers are available now at our office and will be available through May 24th. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned uh, Measure L, which is the quarter cent sales tax increase for funding wildlife, uh, wildfire prevention issues. Uh, tell everybody about what's required there. That's a two-thirds vote. That's it? right. It has to get 66.71% of the vote in order to pass uh, all tax measures, unless they're a very special group, which doesn't happen very often, now require a two-thirds majority. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's in part because of Proposition 13 back in 1978 and also some legislation that's passed and some court cases. So the only time that's not true is if an initiative's put on the ballot by the citizens to raise taxes, then it's still 50%, interestingly enough. Hmm. The, court, the Supreme Court of California ruled you cannot put a 66% requirement on a citizen initiative. And so this isn't one of those. This was put on the ballot by the Board of Supervisors, which is why it's two-thirds. Mm -hmm. uh, here's another memory tester for you. Okay. Uh, how many times has that two-thirds majority requirement been met on a tax increase? Well, let's see. The flood control, the first election I conducted when I became Registrar of Voters in 98 was the sales tax election for the flood control project. Mm -hmm. It had failed twice before, and it passed. Uh, we've had a couple of other tax measures that have passed with two-thirds. A long time ago, bond measures required two-thirds. Now, for schools, it's 55% as long as it's on certain dates. So we've had a number of those passed. But no, there have been a couple. Mm -hmm. Now, the Park and Open Space District tried, tried twice for a tax increase. Both, they both got 64%. They got very close, but not quite over that hurdle. Yeah. So there have been some, but it's a pretty hard uh, road to hoe for someone to get 66%. So the lesson from that is uh, likely to see multiple attempts when you're trying to get two-thirds, regardless of what the issue may be. That's right. Yeah. We had the transportation tax mm -hmm. pass, Measure T, and then, of course, that built on the flood control tax. So what happened was the flood control tax was a 30-year tax, so it uh, expired in 2008. And what they did with Measure T was said, hey, we're not going to raise taxes. Can we just keep that half percent? And the voters said yes. So a little different than a new tax, but mm -hmm. not that different. Yeah. So uh, to wrap up, uh, there's still time to register to vote? Absolutely. You can register to vote online up until May 20th, May 23rd. Uh, then after that, you have to register in person up to and including Election Day. So you can come to our office uh, starting May 23rd. And then our vote center in American Canyon opens on May 28th. It'll be open on Memorial Day, that whole 10 days. And then our other vote centers open on June 4th, and they're open Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and you can register in person and vote right there. Now, after May 23rd, you have to vote when you register. You're not allowed to take your ballot home. You have to get the materials, register to vote, read your materials, and vote right there. California law says that if you're taking advantage of what's called conditional voter registration, you have to cast your ballot while you're there. Mm. Those ballots get an extra review 
at the end to make sure somebody didn't forget that they mailed their ballot in in Solano County, moved to Napa, and said, oop, forgot to vote, came to vote in Napa. So we always screen those to make sure somebody just didn't forget they'd voted in another county. Mm -hmm. Napa County traditionally has a really high voter participation. What do you expect it'll be this time? Well, I'm hoping for a good turnout, as always. Uh, We have had, we're always in the top 10 in the state of California. Uh, Napa County has a very civically engaged uh, population. We're doing really well on eligible citizens registering to vote. We always beat the state, but we were only at like 78%. We're up in the low 90% now, Mm. thanks to Motor Voter, where you register to vote unless you say, I don't want to register when you renew your driver's license. So that's great. We've got 85,000 registered voters, and we're probably, there's still about six or 7,000 regi- uh, eligible citizens who haven't registered to vote. So part of my job is to make sure that happens. The other two parts of my job is one, get them to register, two, get them to vote, and three, to make sure we count those votes accurately and timely. And we'll be doing that. We start with our first release. If you want to be in the 8.01 p.m. count, you need to get your ballot into a drop box, into the mail, or deliver it by Saturday the 4th of June. Of course, we count all the ballots, those that come in the mail. If they're postmarked on election day, they can arrive up until seven days later. If you mailed it by accident or dropped it off in Solano County, they've got eight days to get it to us. So we'll wrap everything up, I hope, by June 27th that week. And we'll be doing all of our counting, of course, open to the public. All of our procedures are open to the public. And we look forward to people coming in, observing the count, observing the ballot envelopes being opened, observing the manual tally. We hand count two precincts after the machines have counted them to make sure human eyes and machine counting come up with the same result. We'll be doing that uh, late the week of the 23rd of June. There you have it. Registrar voters, John Tudor, keeping things uh, ship shape for Napa County's head into another election. Thanks for coming in today. Very good information. Thanks, Barry.